Hello there. And good day to you. Perhaps you're on the corner of the globe where it's evening. Good evening to you. And perhaps it's morning time. So a hearty good morning to you too. And welcome to Into the Garden Podcast with me, Salome Jacobs. I'm glad you're tuning in. Yes, it's that time where I have a wonderful surprise. I have a soul sister that will be sharing her testimony. And I want to say thank you. Thank you to Carol Scotts, a beautiful soul, a worshipper, a soulful, sassy soul sister. Rooted in the world. And mind you, when introduced, there was just something about her. I knew that we'd do something together, that we would be collaborating together. And it's so wonderful to have her share her testimony on Enter the Garden. So I trust that you will listen to her segment. So once again, fair welcome. And it's that time where you and I have time out. Time out to relax, unwind and connect to soul divine poetry. So come on over. The door is always open. And today the title is Streams of Life. But before I start, why don't you quickly dash off to the kitchen, make yourself comfortable with a lovely cup of coffee or herbal tea, a glass of juice or water, and then relax in the beautiful oasis of into the garden. And the inscription reads as follows. Daughter of Yeshua, hear the voice of my beloved. Whatever he says to you, do it. Are words that linger, words that inspire, words that ring from somewhere. Yes, somewhere from your innermost. Those few words have resonated with you and me. Why? Have you a long forgotten dream, a goal, 
a vision that you have put on the back burner, forgot far too long you have been isolated, recluse, yet God kept you and He kept me. Right now your dream, your vision seems impossible, obstacles impossible. So where to from here? Well, just have a little talk with Jesus. Tell him about your sorrows. He will heed your faintest cry and answer you by and by. So no matter what goes on around you, challenge yourself. Alter your course. This is the time God intercepts, rearranges, intercedes on you on my behalf. The year as you and I have perceived has changed and for the better. Right now it might not look like that but it has for God is still in control. God is still on the throne and God is still working things out for you and my good. So chin up and let's look at happenings through a new lens a new perspective, a new opportunity, a new attitude to bring about a relevant new altitude. Look at the river. It flows multiple times to anywhere to bring about joy, loss, suffering, death, creation, beauty, to spring forth what was dead, complacent, stagnant in your and my life. It gives birth, it runs over, it bursts through, and where it reaches, it doesn't end. It flows through the mouth of crevices, caves, mountains high and valleys low. It flows in your darkest of days. It flows when you're at the edge of your seat. It flows when you're at your weakest. It flows when you need of a lift. It flows when you in need of the gush to break free. It flows upstream when you and I are in need to propel forward. It's that flow that doesn't give you a moment to think but to elevate. It's that flow that says you made it through the rain, through the storm, through the ebb and through the tide. It's that stream that adds value to every living thing, every living being, every living organism, and every living mechanism. So as the river of life flows, and no matter where it flows, it flows into your and my personal, spiritual GPS, washing, cleansing, Mending, meandering, sourcing, fading, navigating, steering the course of your and my next phase, next chapter, next groweth, next flow, next season and next stream of life. So as God brings on the flood, He gives you and I the ark.
the word. The tabernacle to push you, to propel you, to steer you, to excel you, to teach you, to restore you, to improve you, to prepare you not for a river, not for a stream, but for a tsunami of immense favor, immense grace immense gratitude and immense mercy as i thank god for the tsunami of favor in my and your life may your stream equip you load you restore you and surprise you for what the stream of life has to offer you wake up get up dress up Look up, smile up, thank up for your tsunami favour that benefits you and your family up. And so it is, so shall it be. So thank you for joining me. Into the garden here is... And thank you. I'd like to say a special thank you to Carlos for a blessing I received. Thank you, Carlos. May God bless you in China. May increase you. And I'd like to say thank you to Remo Polly from Italy. Thank you for your voice notes, Remo. They are most welcome. God's timing is everything. So thank you for coming on out. Thank you for hanging out with me today. And thank you for those who regular tune in to Into the Garden platform. Let your friends and family and work colleagues know of this podcast. And let's all together simply just unite and share. Share the love. Share the healing. Share the challenges. And uplift one another. And embrace at this time your streams of life so until next time the next voice that you will hear on into the garden will be that of my dear soul sister prayer warrior carol skulls so stay tuned to another edition of inspirational motivational inspiring soul poetry and stories right here with me into the garden
With my faith, I reach for you. With my faith, I will touch you. My miracle, I will receive. And I know that I will never be the same. With my faith, I reach for you. With my faith, I will touch you. My miracle, I will receive. And I know that I will never be the same. Yes, I wish to share with you God's faithfulness. Before um, I get started with my message, um, sharing my testimonies, uh, first let me introduce myself. My name is Carol Schultz from the beautiful city Cape Town, all the way in the southern tip of Africa, South Africa. I greet you all in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. I am a beloved daughter and an amazing treasure of the Most High God, whom He delights in. Yes, He delights in me. I can say that with assurity, that He delights in me. Oh, the journeys that I had, the highs and the lows, the mountains and the valleys. And I have discovered that through his faithfulness and his unconditional love, he takes delight in me. And I wish to uh, take this opportunity also to thank my soul sister, Salome, for inviting me on this platform into the garden to share with you part of my journeys. Um, when uh, she spoke to me about it and asked me um, to share some of my experiences uh, with you, the listeners, um, what the Holy Spirit dropped in my spirit was 38, the number 38. And I was going to speak about um, the 38 hours it took me to get back home um, from Germany, where I was during uh, lockdown, when lockdown first started in Europe. I was right in the middle of it. And then the Lord also dropped in my spirit, uh, 38, just to uh, touch a little bit um, my wilderness my wilderness, um, which uh, affected my parents, uh, affected uh, my family life, um, was difficult uh, for a husband and, and children. 
as well because we had to teach the kids from a very young age the minute they could uh, comprehend and and start in meaning as young as uh, two years old. Um, for 38 years, I was uh, epileptic. And I mean for 38 years. Um, I was on the highest dosage of medication. Um, had a top neurologist of the country here in South Africa as well as in Germany where I also uh, resided for a number of years. Um, I was under a special clinic um, that dealt just with uh, serious cases of epilepsy sufferers. And uh, in spite of all of this, in spite of that, that uh, trials uh, and, and, and pain and anxiety and anger and yeah, you know, just being angry at everybody uh, couldn't understand. But one thing I have to say, I was never angry at the Lord. I always used to think there's a reason why God allows certain things to happen. And uh, it was across that eyeball before I came to the full realization that Jesus Christ is the one that bore the cross. So it was not necessary for me to bear the cross because he did it all for me. I was redeemed by his obedience of giving his life for me. And so for the whole world, whether you believe in Christ or not believe in Christ, it will not change the fact, it will not change the matter that he gave his life for each and every one of us because of his unconditional love and knowing that only through him we can come unto the Father. So to get back to my story, 38 years, yeah? I've been in many prayer lines. I lived for God, and I'm still living for God, and I still want to do the will of God. I have a relationship with God. I have a relationship with Jesus Christ. I have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, because He is the truth. He is the way, and He's the very essence of who I am. And I strive, strive. Uh, to, to be the one that God can use for his kingdom, and especially in this time. Very difficult time for everybody, what's going on in the world, around the world, and as well as in, yeah, back home here in Cape Town. But through it all, I have come to see God's faithfulness. God's faithfulness. You know, as I said, 38 years being a sufferer, being in many prayer lines, being prayed for, um, received healing, um, but it only lasted for certain moments. 
then I will be back on medication again. And this went on for, for 38 years. And I remember one evening, <laughs> yeah, when I received my miracle, supernatural, extraordinary healing through the power, the anointing power of the Holy Spirit. While worship was on, I was in one of our services as well as a Wednesday night service. And um, while we were worshiping, I said to the Lord, Lord, I've been in line so many times to receive complete healing from this epilepsy that has affected my life for so many years. And Father, it's 38 years now. And Lord, I refuse, I refuse to be like the man at the pool of Batista waiting. He waited for 38 years for the angel to stir the water. Lord, I refuse to be like that man waiting for the angel to stir the water. Because I know that Jesus Christ died for me. By his stripes I am healed and I believe it. So Lord, I want to receive my complete and utter healing, supernatural healing. I want to receive it now, Lord. As 38 years, Father, I will not wait for an angel to stir the water. I want the precious blood of Jesus Christ to heal me that I can be a testimony unto others, Lord, with us is concerned, Father, because I do not want to stand in prayer lines and having people lay hands on me, and it's not, Lord, enough is enough, Lord. Father, I call upon you for complete supernatural healing. This is what I said to the Lord while worshiping was going on, and I was singing, but I was talking to the Lord as well. Lo and behold, wow, all of a sudden, Prophet Keith Van Royen gets up, goes onto the pulpit. And he says, the Holy Spirit has instructed me, him now. Whoever needs healing, supernatural healing, must come right now to the front. Right now. And I went and he prayed for me. He released healing upon my life. And from that day on, from that Wednesday service, that was a few years ago, I was supernaturally set free from epilepsy. No medication, no, oh gosh, no symptoms, no, no, nothing. No withdrawal symptoms, nothing. I even gave my testimony to the doctor. Because they could not believe it when I said that I was completely healed. And I give all glory and honor to God for his faithfulness. For his faithfulness. Oh yes, God is so faithful. You know, um, I also, uh, <laughs> I was also in Germany this year in March, um, during uh, the lockdown, when lockdown was uh, uh, implemented uh, in Europe, um, I was right in the middle of it. Um, 
this virus which they uh, named and crowned Corona has uh, actually spread fear and panic, distrust, uh, suspicion. You know, people were suspicious of each other. There was a lot of anger, rebellion against uh, um, laws that were set in place uh, to safeguard uh, the people, the nation. Um, the German government uh, made a address on, 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 uh, on television as well. And, uh, you know, we couldn't basically go everywhere. Um, but before it really hit in, uh, I still had the time uh, with my friend uh, to visit some places. Uh, but most of the places that we went to were closed. Uh, the hotel, uh, we stayed in this big hotel, which was a hotel and spa resort. Um, it was empty, beautiful area in the Bavarian Alps. You know, uh, there was hardly any people staying in this hotel, a hotel that normally has about a thousand people a day. Hardly anyone. To, uh, just to give you an example, when we went to for dinner at one, into one of the restaurants that they had dinner, which usually takes 200 to 300 people, we were only five guests. And that was literally like for the whole week. And um, yeah, the hiking trails, walking trails, uh, hardly any people. It only increased a little bit uh, in uh, over the weekend, you know. And uh, yeah, ski lifts, uh, that also stopped so nobody could really go to the top. The scenery was absolutely amazing, beautiful, lots of waterfalls and things. It was really beautiful being out there and uh, but on the other hand so surreal um, you know um, people watching each other staying indoors and uh, also like this utter disbelief you know uh, even the guest house that uh, one guest house that we also stayed in which was also part of a holiday uh, which was on the border border town of, of Austria um, you know, uh, yeah, we were the only guest. All the other guests cancelled. Um, now that is my dog. If you hear that sound pitter-patter, it's my dog walking around my, my German uh, short-haired pointer, coming around and checking and doing his rounds, checking out because it's nighttime here now. So he's checking, doing his rounds in the rooms and, and seeing that everything is fine. Um, Fatty, bitte, gehst du raus? Sorry about that. And uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, people were really, really, it's, uh, it was so surreal. Ghost town, you know, uh, I mean, uh, also had a hair raising uh, experience on the train, you know, coming back uh, from uh, Austria, back to Germany. Uh, which was like really God's, God's hand upon us, really. Because we, Border Patrol was on, on the trains, uh, checking all the foreigners, checking the papers, uh, the paperwork. And, and my friend, uh, German friend, was so stressed out because obviously I stand out straight away, being with my black hand and, and, and dark skin, obviously a, a foreigner, <laughs> you know. So she was a bit freaked out about that. Um, and... Uh, we just had one station still to go before we could disembark from the train. And we got up and we stood at the, the door 
and uh, I could see <laughs> this officer's border patrol coming towards us. And then I just turned uh, and I spoke to her in German, but I spoke to her di in dialect uh, of the areas where we were staying in. And um, then he just looked at us, you know, and then just then walked past us so we could get off the train. And I'm telling you, <laughs> when we got off the train, <laughs> you know, we were back in Germany. My friend just clutched a chest and <laughs> like, shoo, you know. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so that was actually really a hair-raising experience because you're not sure whether you're going to be locked up or you can't uh, get back into into your country, you know, into the country uh, where you were staying. Yeah. You know, and yeah, and that is the thing. And also all the way back, you know, 500 airbus empty, you know. Uh, I traveled uh, from Germany uh, to Zurich because uh, the German airports were closed and I had uh, been instructed by the airlines to, uh, that within three hours I had to see um, that I'm in Zurich um, because it's the last two flights that uh, will be going out from Europe. And uh, because... Uh, the EU is closing down. No planes in, no planes out. And uh, so I could actually make it to, to, to Europe, to Zurich, you know, and to Dubai and flew out to Dubai. And uh, this journey coming back home actually was 38 hours. And what I saw and experienced in, in Dubai airport it was like exodus. You know, there was literally at that moment when we landed, um, there were about 7,000 people that also landed. And they were in the different waiting halls and from all different countries, they were all different nations, um, waiting, uh, you know, for flights and hoping that their flights back home is not cancelled. Because a lot of flights, as we were looking at the boards, it was just saying, cancel, cancel, cancel. We had people crying and... Uh, hysterical and you know and uh, and even with us uh, um, taking a flight back to Cape Town it, uh, it was delayed for an hour two hours uh, four hours it was like in total about seven hours uh, we were delayed because uh, they didn't have uh, a crew to 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 man the the the, the airplane and um, to fly out and and all that because uh, most of them had to have uh, a uh, uh, test done and to see that they never contracted the virus. And so we had to wait for that, and um, that they could get permission and who they were going to give to fly and also permission from waiting for permission from South Africa that it was uh, to get the go-ahead that we could get back home. And uh, when they said, yeah, we can start boarding, you know, we, we shout, oh, hooray. And I said, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your hand upon us. And uh, I prayed like, you know, Lord, just to protect us while we on the plane, because we were also, this crew, probably about 20, 20, 30 people in the 500 Airbus back home, flying back home. And when we arrived in Cape Town, army was there and to take us to test and uh, us and everything like that strict so africa was put strict protocols in place as well so we had to go through all of that screening and everything and um but i was just glad to be back home 
because my family was all stressed and and worried uh, and friends and even my ministry was thinking that maybe I wouldn't come back because the borders were like closing because it's like from changes sudden from one day to the next, you know. And um, yeah, being back self-quarantined. Um, yeah, so uh, it was a bit hectic, you know. Um, and during this time as well, we as a family also went through... Um, devastating uh, loss of, uh, of our eldest brother, you know, who passed away suddenly. Um, it was such a shock for us as well. So um, we had to uh, go through that. And for me, it was, was very difficult. Uh, I know it was a very difficult time for me as well and for my siblings um, because during this lockdown, you know, um, we couldn't uh, really have a funeral because gatherings were not allowed. It was so strict. And um, and the sad thing is when he passed away, he was alone because uh, family were not really allowed in, in the hospital. You know, even if he was sick, you just had to take them. And because that's what happened, he got sick and they took him through. Um, he never contracted the virus, but... Uh, he, he just got ill and they took him to hospital and then he was there. And by the time I, my sister arrived and, and my niece, he, he just passed away. So, yeah. So we had to deal with that as well. And, um, yeah, it was really not a good time. But through it all, through it all, God strengthened us. God kept us together. You know, in the midst of trouble, God just reminded me that he is God, he is Lord. You know, he's the God that nurtures us, that watches us, that oversees us. He's the God that uh, is with us in amidst all times of trouble. And yes, his grace and his mercy carried me through on my journeys, on all my journeys. In all my trials and tribulations, God was there, you know. Even if I uh, received scars, I had to dust myself off knowing that he is there. I always uh, say this, no matter what I go through, I know and I know and I know that my God will come through for me. And I just want to encourage you listeners you know, seek his face, seek his face. Build up a relationship with God. Get to know Jesus, get to know the Holy Spirit. Get to know his presence, let his presence indwell in you and fill you. Let his love envelop around you. Pray, go on your knees, be obedient, ask for wisdom, ask for understanding, ask for discernment, because God will never leave you and he will never forsake you. He is faithful. He is faithful. And his grace is sufficient for us, sufficient for you. Call upon him, call upon him. His angels takes charge over you, covers you. So I just want to encourage you. 
listeners, that God is always there. The blood of Jesus, the blood of the Messiah, has never lost its power. Never lost its power. Never lost its power. God is awesome. God is wonderful. God is beautiful. God is love. You know? His goodness. Oh, yes, His goodness. His goodness is everlasting. His gentleness and His beauty. His love. His promises. He will never forsake his promises to you. Never. Trust in him. Seek him. Seek him in this time. In this time, seek him. Pray. Pray for your family. Pray for your country. Pray for the nations. Pray like never before. God is with you. God is with you. You know, his unforeseen gentleness, you know, is always there for you. He's created you. He keeps you in his bosom. I give all glory and honor unto God. And I thank him. And this I want to leave you. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. God's peace upon you. Shalom.
Every time, your time, every day, your day, your spirit is poured out. I'm one with the spirit, precious Holy Spirit. Oh, Holy Ghost, everybody say. You talk, I talk, you're the peace within me. 